Hello world, it is Tuesday, April 6th. My name's Colin. I'm here, as always, with my co-host Kenny. This is Hacker News TLDR, and big news about a story yesterday. The I'm article ready. on Google, the Google View Oracle decision, is the eighth highest points value story in all of HN history as of right wow. now. That's yep. pretty big. What it's are the other big ones? Seven ninety-three. The other big ones, there's actually a surprising number that have come out just since we've been doing the podcast. Maybe not super surprising, but how I cut GTA online loading times by 7% currently just edges it out by under 100 points. Uh, and then, hmm, let's see, five. Oh, yeah. And then the DMCA stuff. We weren't doing the podcast yet, but the YouTube DL DMCA uh, story from five months ago is at mm. 40, over 4,200. Um, but then, you know, and so that's number four. But then above those, it's like, uh, Stephen Hawking has died. Steve Jobs has passed away, and then a message to our customers, which is uh, the Apple customer letter from five years ago. I don't even know what this was about. Do you remember this? I, I'm not sure which one that was, but the, wow, those are some. That's uh, that's up there with some high ranking stuff. Wow. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I see what it is. It's when Apple refused to unlock the device. Uh, for oh, law San Bernardino. Yeah. Uh, for that case. Yes. Yep. So uh, anyway, yeah, that Google V Oracle, like you said, a lot of pent up excitement about it and uh, it shows. Yeah. Wow. All right. So what's on Hacker News? Let's see what else is good on Hacker News. Well, we've got some really sad news about a a faithful service that has been around for 20 years. Yahoo Answers shutting down next month, May 4th, 2021. Yahoo has made the decision to shut down Yahoo Answers. On Star Wars Day. The fourth, Star Wars was, Day, the yes. fourth is not with Yahoo. Yes, yeah. <laughs> to better assist you with the transition, we can buy the list of questions that may help you during this process. What is the timeline for this process? May 4th. The website won't be accessible. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say uh, Yahoo has made a decision to shut down Yahoo Answers to better assist you with finding good answers to things, which you is know, accurate. Yahoo Answers gets a lot of crap, okay? And I, I can tell that you're you're about to spew it. But I remember, I vividly remember finding real answers on Yahoo Answers in like, like 2010, 2009, somewhere around there. Like, I remember Googling for something and Yahoo Answers being one of the top results and it having a real answer. I, I simply do not believe it, but I wasn't really on the internet around then, so I will take your word for it. I guess it's inevitable. I mean, now these days, like I used to have such pride in seeing, uh, you know, a really high quality Quora answer. And uh, now Quora has just fully lost all goodwill. I, I'm surprised this doesn't come up more uh, on Hacker News. Maybe it will. Uh, maybe someone will write this article. But like, you know, they're they make you sign up to see answers on the website. They're always trying to pop you into the app, which drives me insane. And then yep. the app. When you open it up, you know, and you're just viewing an answer page, there's like this big, like 60 pixel tall board, you know, uh, bar at the bottom with a big X on it to like close out the story because they desperately want you to leave the answer page on the app and go back to the home page to like oh, wow. browse more questions. Yeah, know? I didn't even think about it's that just part. Like, yeah, it's, it's so infuriating. Like I, I hate now I'm increasingly as I get more grumpy every time something is taking up like a bunch of screen real estate and doesn't go away when you like scroll, you know, further down the page or whatever drives me up the wall. Yeah. 
I mean, we the web is horrible, and we really need to start over. My big problem with uh, with That's Yahoo right. Answers is like, what is the like? It's just going to be inaccessible. There goes all of those answers. And sure, okay, a bunch of them are garbage joke answers about where babies come from or something. <laughs> but like some some there's like real information there that people have like put effort in, and probably you know there's probably people mm-hmm. who have spent That's hundreds. True thousands of hours writing answers to and that information is just gonna go away never to be accessible again maybe archive the the uh the uh archive.org i I doubt it has a backup the wayback machine yeah especially you know i hope one of the most one of the first things they decided to drop from the cache was yahoo answers (laughs) 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 because it's just so such garbage but you know i imagine somebody's gonna shoot out like spin up a scraper and create like you know yahoo answers classic.com or something and uh it won't be editable but you know maybe they'll just like duplicate everything i certainly hope yeah. so because the, it being on the wayback machine is a small consolation because the user experience is just it's just too slow like you know it doesn't show up on google understandably and it, which basically negates all the value of it like right off the bat if it's not like indexed by search engines um, no yeah. one's going to be looking for a particular like Yahoo Answers page. Yeah, this kind of this kind of makes me think that uh, I should just be like locally archiving everything that I see. Like maybe there should be a browser where every time I go to a web page, that web page is locally cached. Like is this is just <laughs> this is just so sad for like uh, information loss, like global information loss. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Or put another way, it is a uh internet scale you know uh entropy reduction event where (laughs) all this garbage that's been piling up for years just goes away and makes way for better results that's why i choose to look at it but uh, uh, i do think that that chrome extension i mean that cached you know uh, cache every web page you visit kind of concept is uh i think there's something there i think that would be fun yeah Uh, follow up on the have i been pwned story yeah uh, so the have I been phone thing, I was confused yesterday. We saw that, you know, the Facebook leak data has been incorporated into have I been pwned. But I was confused because a big part of this leak was the fact that phone numbers had gotten out, which seems like, you know, noteworthy since almost every email address, I feel like, has probably been pwned at this point. Uh, and so I was like wondering what it even meant for have I been pwned to have incorporated it because you couldn't search your phone number. Uh, well, it turns out, uh, I guess I didn't read the HN comments enough, but yeah, they were well aware of that. And one day later now, uh, you now can search for a phone number on Have I Been Pwned, which is very cool. Uh, TroyHunt.com, you know, Troy Hunt released an article describing how he implemented this uh, and, you know, what he did to, like, keep it safe. And I checked my phone number, and uh, it's safe. It's, uh, I was not home really? in a week. Yep. Wow, congratulations, because I checked my phone number and uh, the opposite happened. <laughs> you have been phoned. Or I, the same story came out twice. There's a separate standalone site, haveibeenfacebooked.com. Yes, well, that uh, is it's just like a single function site. That is actually the one that I used, and I have not visited uh, Have I Been Pwned, but I did visit Have I Been Facebooked, put in my phone number, boom, there's my name right there. Or Well, it, <laughs> it gives me first, first name. It gives me first initial. It gives me my initials. <laughs> Sorry, it gives me my initials and the number of characters in my name. So it's clear that uh, my name. name is there. But pretty, pretty funny conversation going on in the comments on 
the website, Have I Been Facebooked, where they're <laughs> hypothesizing about the possibility of a website called Have I Been Facebooked, duh, where, where the Have I Been Facebooked website is stealing your information when you type in your phone number. And soon there will have to be another site to see whether this site has sucked up all your information. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. They uh, say, so unlike a, Facebook, we don't store any yeah. personal information whatsoever. I mean, I give it six hours before it's revealed that this website was created by like, you know, Xiaomi or some Chinese company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, 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 you only can put in your phone number, right? And no other information, but it's pretty funny in the comments to hear people's theories about like, hypothetically what you could tie, like you could tie your IP address to these phone numbers being entered and then use that as a system and then the question is like is there a way to put in your phone number and send it to somebody for a check without like can you hash it does that matter mm. if the if you only have 10 digits like how right uh, reversible is that pretty pretty interesting uh thread of mostly funny comments on that on that article <laughs> that's great uh something else that i liked was I'll finish it this week and other lies. Did you see this? Yes, I did see that. Uh, I only read the abstract, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also only read the abstract, but, you know, you don't need a three-page, you know, single-space paper to get the joke. A uh, bunch of, did you see, it's MIT physics students, uh, physics PhD students. Oh, I did not uh, see that part. The Cavalry Institute, and is their April Fool's Day joke where, uh, you know, where it was received on April 1st, 2021. A uh, bunch of postdocs and grad students, I guess, just independently had been doing a kind of accountability meeting once a week where they list out their tasks for the week um, or the coming days and then estimate how long it'll take. And they actually tracked how long those tasks ended up taking. And they did a little regression to see whether or not more experienced researchers were better or worse at estimates. Turns out they were a little bit better uh, at estimating you know, time required for tasks. Uh, there's, you know, charts and graphs and, uh, it's all very tongue and tongue in cheek and very funny. Uh, sorry, did I say three page? I meant a seven page with an appendix, <laughs> of course. So wow. I wonder why they're not, uh, they're not finishing their work. Maybe it's cause they're writing full seven page papers for April Fool's Day jokes. I don't know. Incredible. Uh, good read. And then last thing, I don't, this isn't even a story. I mean, it is Django 3.2 came out. I just wanted to take some time to, like, I've been getting back into Python. Uh, I'm starting a new job and having to kind of catch up with the Python 3 ecosystem since the last version I used was Python 2.7 in school. Welcome back. I, it was like 2013, I think. And yeah, I don't know. It's weirdly like... Beautiful. Python is weird. It's like, feels really hackery in a bad way. Like, not user-friendly. I don't know. There's all these like weirdly named functions, like not even in the Python language. I mean, more in like, you know, if you're trying to package up a Python library to, you know, to the Python package index to pip, like in JavaScript, it's so clean. You just like have a, a file, like a folder and put a package.json in it, which is like a well-established like convention with, you know, a, just a JSON and you can put in different data and, uh, you know, to configure your file with all your dependencies and everything. In Python, there's like requirements.txt and setup.py and, you know, py config, py.config or whatever. And, you know, all these uh, setup tools. I still don't even know what setup tools is. And there's like, you know, eight different things to learn. It all feels super disjointed. I don't, you know, 
maybe maybe these are all just weird complications of actually shipping Python modules. But uh, yeah, and maybe I was gonna it's say, just based on it, familiarity. But yeah, I think there it does. From what I can tell, it seems like the Python uh, like package management stuff is a lot more complicated than the JavaScript world. But I think. Yeah, and so it sounds like you might have to deal with that a lot. I haven't had to deal with like trying to pack up, package up a, a library or, or module or anything. I've just, yeah, used Python to write the the final clients of stuff, and I think it's yeah. probably shines in that in that sense and is not as good when you're having to like have a lot of dependencies or make a dependency for somebody else. Right. Yeah, I'm sure getting started with Django or something would be a joy in comparison to some of this some of this complicated stuff. I mean, yep. yeah, it's uh, it is odd. And then like virtual environments, I still don't. I mean, I see the appeal of virtual environments, but I still don't understand the need for it since JavaScript doesn't have them at all. The idea is you just like define your dependencies in pack, package.json, and then it takes all those and installs them into the node modules folder uh, automatically, and then it, that and then you're done. <laughs> but then you know, in Python, I don't know why that doesn't work and why you have to have this whole like virtual environment thing that like takes over your terminal and i don't know it's not like even tied to a given directory like once you have the virtual environment active you can like surf around your file system so it's not even like localized i don't really understand that either right but at least you get uh you can but at least you can go anywhere in your file system and it's just like making all of the dependencies in one place for the particular project you're on and they all yeah it's definitely it's definitely a different style yeah it's because, you know, I guess it is, there is some magic, I guess, in the JavaScript world where if you like install a package, it just like, it basically just, you know, keeps on stepping like higher in your, in your file system, just looking for a, a folder with a package.json in it. And then it consider, considers that to be the kind of root uh, package that you're trying to install into. Interesting. And so it's all file system based and not this virtual environment thing. Um, I see. Hmm. Which, well, I don't know. I guess it's just the way my brain is wired now after five years of exclusive JavaScript development. Right. But wow. we'll see if I come around on all this. Yeah. It's pretty intimidating. Oh, it's so beautiful. Don't you love mm -hmm. not having to worry about types? Anyways, I've got one more good story. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, which is uh, the breaking of GitHub private pages. And this is mm -hmm. a blog post by Rob on the Rob blog. Great website name, Rob blog. <laughs> Where he uh, won a bounty on on Hacker One, like thirty five k, for uh, for finding this GitHub issue, and it goes into uh, considerable detail about how he did it and how he won the, the the bounty prize. But I think the coolest part is that this kid is in high school. Mm -hmm. He was like COVID hit spring junior year, so he's like a senior now, and is just fixing bug bounties. Uh, finding bug bounties and he reported it got the money and then published this blog post all in the oh interesting uh, last year so he did this he he solved it last year and just published the blog this year i, I missed the year change but yeah. it's very cool to see the whole system as it's supposed to work out you know instead of 500 million people getting hacked uh, a high schooler wins 35k what a pleasant story i know it was great very detailed. I started reading this and was like, I don't have 20 minutes to like Google all these terms. Like there's only so much time I can spend on the CRLF 
you know, injection Wikipedia page if I've got 20 minutes to read uh, the front page of Hacker News, you know? Right. But very well written. Got some nice diagrams of the authentication flow, which I really appreciated. And uh, Yeah, well done. Great stuff. That's robertchen.cc. Keep it up, Rob. Rob Law. All right. Uh, that is all we've got time for. We will see you folks tomorrow. See you tomorrow.